Sunday Morning Live. That's SML, Inside the Pages with Pastor Carl Henderson, presented by Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. That is Pomona, California. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m., Tuesday Bible study, 7 p.m., Thursdays, Acts of the Holy Ghost. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are full, we're faithful, we're bold, we're the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. Bless your name, Jesus. Now unto the King.
God be glory and honor, dominion, power forever and ever. I hope you told that to him today. You know, there shouldn't be a day that go by that we don't talk to the Lord. The Bible tells us that the fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And so it makes a difference in talking to the Lord or not talking to him. You know, what is the relationship like? You know, uh, as we go through our day, if we wake up in the morning, do we think about the Lord? Is he our first thought? You know, as we bump into things, trying to get into the bathroom, trying to uh, wet our whistle, you know, and all of those different things. Uh, do we have the presence of mind that God is there? He is present. He, he's there all the time. Even when we don't think he's there, I found out uh, through the word of God that he was there even in our shenanigans, he was right there. He was right there watching over us. He was right there. Didn't say he was in agreement, but he was there. Amen. Knowing that the day would come that we would say yes to his will. The day would come that we would acknowledge that he alone is God. He alone is God. And, and right now, this day, on this 26th day of September, this Tuesday night, I'm voicing it out loud uh, as I have done throughout the day. He's God. He's God. As I said, uh, writing uh, applications and, and writing reports today, you know, in my mind, he's God. I need to do things with wisdom, knowledge and understanding. I need to acknowledge who he is, you know, and, and we can do that. We can do that. It doesn't take away from what we have to do in our, our daily tasks, our daily chores. Listen. If you desire to be saved and are looking for a church home, ministry, and growth, I want you to know we have room for you. You know, if you know someone that's looking, share the link with them, share the gospel with them, you know, because the Lord is about saving souls. He's about saving souls, and so am I. You know, uh, and we're uh, taking this year with purpose. Uh, I need you to write that down someplace. I hope you are. You know, keep that in mind, make it visible, make it your declaration for every hour uh, of the day, the, the week, each month that you are taking the year with purpose. Don't walk around just without a purpose in mind. You should have a dream of yourself both naturally and spiritually and take, a, take steps to get there. You know, look at what it takes to get to where you want to go and do it. All you have is time. All you have is the rest of your life. And so today is a good time to start working on the rest of your life. Cornerstone is consecrating unto the Lord. We begin our consecration on Monday, uh, January 11th through February the 28th. And so myself, like clockwork, was getting up every morning having that uh, bold cup of coffee. I like drinking dark coffee. I like strong coffee. And, you know, and sometimes even throughout the day, I would make coffee. Uh, that was my choice of drink next to water and juice, you know, and I walked past the coffee maker when I got up on the 11th and, and knew that I had to surrender it. And not only did I surrender that, but I surrendered meat as well. So because I, you know, we're consecrating unto the Lord. And so sacrifice have to be made. Uh, so uh, not only that, but uh, in your personal devotion. Uh, during the consecration, read the book of Proverbs, read it. Get to know it. Become familiar with it. Listen to it audibly. Use your, your phone, you know, uh, and listen uh, to the word of God, the book of Proverbs. And, you know, I like listening to it through the day. I had it on in, in the office and just listening to it. I'm, and, you know, and, and so learning and becoming familiar again and again with God. Now, that's what it's about. I want to be so familiar with God and so caught up in his word that when he moves his word, I move too. you know, whatever God says, uh, his word is going to go out and perform it. And so whatever he speaks in my life, I'm, I want to be so in tune that I go out and I perform it. We're in the book of Ezekiel, the 34th chapter, beginning at verse six. I'm going to read a few verses. We're going to go into the word of God right after uh, prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we honor you this evening, Lord God, for your goodness. We honor you for your grace. We honor you for your, 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 your healing virtue, Lord God, that have gone out and touched family members. 
Lord, thank you for touching Albert. Thank you for touching Sharice, Lord God. Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord God, for touching those that are being held up in prayer right now. Lord God, thank you for the uh, for t remembering the unspoken requests that have gone on. Lord Jesus, we thank you right now for your kindness, your grace, and your mercy. Lord God, we pray and ask that you remember the bereaved families. You can only comfort, Lord God. Lord Jesus, uh, you can do it, Lord. We know you can. We know you will. Lord God, and we understand, Lord, and we pray and ask, Lord God, that that above all things, that your will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Lord God, we pray and ask that you would help us, Lord God, to live holy, to live saved and to sanctify life unto you. Lord God, to put away foolishness. Lord God, to put away those things that would displease you. Lord God, to lay aside every weight and every sin that would separate us from you. Father, we pray and ask these blessings in the name of Jesus. Lord God, that we may hear your voice, say, well done, good and faithful servant. When we lay down at night, we want to hear that you're pleased. When we rise up in the morning, we want to know that you're pleased as well. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. The book of Ezekiel, I pray that you have had a blessed day. And if you've had any challenges today, I want you to know that some of those challenges are opportunities. Just remember that. Uh, some challenges are opportunities. It's a, a time for you to show up and show out. It's a time for God to show up and show out. And so both there's two people that should be showing up and showing out uh, when challenges uh, when challenges occur. Now, every challenge is not there to bring you down. Some challenges is there to bring you up. And it's all about how you look at it. We're in the book of Ezekiel, the 34th chapter, 6 through 10. It says, my sheep wandered through all the mountains and upon every high hill. Yea, my flock were scattered upon all the face of the deep of the earth, and none did search or seek after them. Therefore, ye shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. As I live, saith the Lord God, surely because my flock became a prey, and my flock became meat to every beast of the field because there was no shepherd. Neither did my shepherds search for my flock, but the shepherds fed themselves and fed not my flock. Therefore, O ye shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Thus said the Lord God, behold, I am against the shepherds and I will require uh, my flock at their hand and because and, and cause them to see from feeding the flock. Neither shall they uh, feed themselves anymore, for I will deliver my flock from their mouth that they may not be meat for them. The thought of this is that these are God's people and his delight. Every church that is sanctioned by God, every ministry that has been sanctioned by God must realize the leader of that fold must realize that these are God's people. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> the agua there. These are God's people and his delight. The people of God are known as his elect, saints, royalty, believers, his children, the flock, the righteous, and servants of the Lord, just to name a few. We are personal unto the Lord, so, uh, so personal that we are expressed uh, and asked, and even the spirit itself calls him, cries out of us, Father. Romans 8 and 15 says, For ye are not, ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Galatians 4 and 6 says, And because ye are sons, God have not set forth, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your heart, crying, Abba, Father. 
Now, this is a term that voices a relationship, adoption, relationship, father, relationship, uh, the spirit of God sent forth into our hearts, relationship, crying out unto him, Abba, father. This voices a relationship with God almighty. Now, some may have grown up with one parent or uh, others with no parents or maybe both parents, you know, but uh, we're talking about the relationship. Unlike some of the heirs of men and women that have been made uh, from time to time, God does not err. God is not erred and he does not lie. The Bible tells us in Numbers 23 and 19, God is not a man that he should lie. Neither should his shepherds, neither should his watchmen, neither should his pastors, neither the son of man that he should repent. God's not a man that he should lie, and he's therefore there's no reason for him to repent. Have he said, and shall he not do it? Or have he spoken, and shall he not make it good? An example uh, to each of us as parents is to look at how God treats us, how, what God has to say. A good parent, a good shepherd, a good leader, good uh, over the household does not lie. Uh, it's within your ability to make it good. It's within God's ability to make it good, and he does. So if within your ability to make it good, that's what you do. It is within your reason to make it good. Now, that's without breaking the bank. You know, some things we do, you know, uh, and we've seen it down through time, and some even did it this past season, holiday season, went out and spent money that they did not truly have. Uh, instead of buying a little, just enough, you, you know, they went overboard and exhausted some funds that should not have been exhausted. So without breaking the bank, you still good parent. When the behavior merits it, there are some things that we give to our children or have received, uh, you know, even ourselves uh, that we did not truly deserve. You know, maybe you've experienced it. Uh, God sent you a blessing and you know, deep down inside, you didn't deserve it. You know, God has a way of doing things uh, that that chastens us without the what we when we think of the word chasing, we think of being punished. You know, we think of maybe even being spanked as some of us grew up with or being told to sit down, you know, time out or, you know, going without something. And sometime that chastening has been an act of benevolence on our part that because we know we did not deserve it, it it hurt even more. God has that type of wisdom and since God has that wisdom, we also have that same wisdom as well. But you better know when to use it, when to do that. Ezekiel 34, 6 or 10 says, My sheep wandered through all the mountains and upon every high hill. Yea, my flock was scattered upon all the face of the earth, and none did seek or uh, search after them. Now, my sheep, remember, the Lord said, my sheep. We need to underline that. We need to make sure that it's bold and stand out. My sheep, not your sheep, not anyone else's sheep, God's sheep, not my sheep, God's sheep. It's important that every shepherd, every watchman, every pastor, every leader in general uh, realize that the people belong to the Lord. The Lord made this clear to Ezekiel and the elders of Israel. He said, behold, all souls are mine. So that includes everyone that is, that is saved, those that are going to receive rewards of righteousness, those that's going to be caught up in the moment and in the twinkling of an eye, those that's going to be changed from mortal to immortality, those that's going to take off corruption and put on incorruption, all souls are mine, but so are those souls that are not going to be caught up. Souls that are not going to be changed in the moment and twinkling of an eye. Souls that are not going to shed off corruption, but they're going to stand before God and give an account 
of the life in which they live, every moment of it, every uh, every purpose, everything that was done, every hidden agenda, you know. And so it's good for our sins to go before us and have them dealt with now. And that's what salvation is about, rather than having sins come up after us. And so every every watchman, uh, everyone needs to know that all souls belong unto God, no matter what you think about them. And, and it's deadly for you to think evil about anybody. Uh, uh, be, so the Bible tells us, know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Now, we are the sheep. But the question is, where are the sheep? This is what God is asking, is pointing out to the shepherds. Look, you have it. They, they're in the mountains. They're in every high place. They've been scattered upon all the face of the earth. And who is looking for them? Who's searching for them? Isn't that your responsibility? That's the job that I gave you. That's the assignment. We want uh, ministers want to be set on a pedestal and they collecting all type of funds. They're collecting the, the benefits. You know, as I said once before, the biggest piece of chicken, they got the chicken breast, uh, all the gravy and, and the biggest piece of cornbread and, and a bowl of greens and the corner side of the, the peach cobbler. But what are they doing? What are we doing? Are we fulfilling the word and the will of God? Luke 19 and 10 says, for the son of man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. What about you? Are you seeking those that are lost? Or is it all about the thingamajig? A slice, uh, slices of cheese, uh, a new rust bucket. Or is it about soul salvation? We have to really take this and look at it as God wants us to, because we are accountable. Those that claim to be a physician. Now, for those that went out and got a license and said, you know, uh, uh, it looks glamorous, you know, and all of that kind of stuff because of what you've seen on TV and how someone else have have prospered a certain way and, you know, and, and had investors and, and now they're uh, a public face. Listen, there's a responsibility that goes with all of that, just like there's responsibility for the, the edifice that's on the corner, the edifice that is, uh, that is not public facing like that, the edifice that does not have the investors, the edifice that, but yet the responsibility and the calling is upon that place. Uh, so what are we doing? Is it about souls? The Lord speaks out and says again, therefore ye shepherds hear the word of the Lord. Now, the last time previous to this, God sent the shepherds a woe. Watch out. Pay attention. You better check, check yourself. What is it? You check yourself before you wreck yourself. Again. Pay attention to this. It's time to listen. Not only are the shepherds told to listen, but each one of us is encouraged to do the same. For the Bible tells us in Proverbs 18 and 13, he that swear answer of a matter before he heareth it, it is folly and shame unto him. So we need to be good listeners. Proverbs 19, 20 through 21 says, hear counsel and receive instruction that thou mayest be wise in thy latter end. There are many devices in a man's heart. Nonetheless, the counsel of the Lord shall stand. So what do we need to listen to? The counsel of the Lord. What do we need to take heed to? as leaders and as followers, whichever it is, we need to be good listeners. We need to be very good listeners. James 1 and 19 says, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. We need to be good at listening. We need to be the shepherds. The Bible gives a charge to the shepherds to be good listeners. You'll find that in Malachi. The sheep, the Bible said that uh, my sheep know my voice. So the sheep have to be listeners as well. But what are they listening to? According to the scripture, what we read, 
Certainly they're not hearing what the shepherd is sharing because the shepherd is butchering and, and taking advantage of the sheep and leaving them to, to wander astray. So who are they listening to? Every, what happens is every wind and doctrine begins to carry them away. They begin to swift because sound doctrine is not being fed. Sound doctrine is not being presented. The Lord said, as I live, save the Lord God, surely because my flock became a prey and my flock became meat to every beast of the field because there was no shepherd, neither did my sheep, my shepherds search for my flock, but the shepherds fed themselves and fed not the flock. Now we have to remember these are God's people and they are his delight. God is not going anywhere. He said, as I live. So he's not going anywhere. Isaiah 43, uh, uh, 10, 13 says, ye are my witness. I'm a witness. Ye are my witness, said the Lord, and my servants whom I have chosen. I'm a servant also. And that ye may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me, there was no God form. Neither shall there be after me. I, even I, am the Lord. And besides me, there is no Savior. I have declared and I have saved. I have showed when there was no, no strange God among you. Therefore, ye are my witnesses. Save the Lord that I am God. Yea, before the day was, I am he. And there is none that can deliver out of my hand. I will work and who shall lay? I'll do what I want to do. I'm there always as I live, said the Lord God, as I live. So there's nobody, there's no restraints on God. There's nobody to... To say I'm greater than him. No, he's God. He's sovereign by himself. But he's upset with the shepherds. Why? Because the flock has become a prey. All type of things are happening. And the shepherds are protecting themselves. Eating, living large. What about the sheep? Are the sheep okay? Who's watching the, the, the flock when you're out to play? Because of the shepherd's greed. Lust, disobedience, disregard for God, disregard for his word, disregard for his people. The sheep became in danger and even uh, were being consumed by the wild beasts. Therefore, O ye shepherds, hear the word of the Lord, the ninth verse. Now, hear is he's calling attention to this. Hear the word of God. Pay attention to the word of God. Give God your full attention. We need to give God our full attention. A distraction is something that prevents you from giving full attention to someone or something. Sometimes we're in service. The baby uh, suddenly wants attention. And then you, you, you're trying to figure out why is he being all squirming? Why is the baby, um, you know, starting to scrunch and, and looking like they're getting ready to cry? You check the diaper. The diaper is dry. It's almost like the enemy uh, snuck up and pinched them to distract you. Your children, you know, not infants, all of a sudden have a thousand and one questions. All of a sudden they want to play with your phone. They need to learn to sit down and listen and learn to be good listeners. The Bible tells us to train up a child in the way they should go. It says, bend the sap while it's young. You have to train and put certain things, and it doesn't matter. It could be naturally and spiritually. You have to instill principle. You have to instill discipline in the child uh, before they reach certain age at each at different age levels. Because you don't want the, the you want to make sure that you're putting what's in them that is going to eventually show up. If you don't teach them how to sit right, if you don't teach them how to eat at the table right, if you don't teach them how to respect 
what they have, what you worked hard for, what you went to work with headaches for, when you went to work when you were sick, when you went to work uh, 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 not just not feeling well, just not wanting to deal with it. And then you're going to let them just disrespect. Listen, the children start asking a thousand and one questions, a hundred. Instead of them uh, at that time, it's time you need to send them to their parent. And if you are the parent, then maybe you should give them a little pinch. Maybe you should do something to get their attention, walk them outside, bring them back in so that they will sit down because what is being said is is so important. They need to understand just like you have to understand, just like I have to understand, it is important. It is the saving of your soul. It's the saving of your soul. And so they have to learn, just like we have to learn, to be quiet and listen. We have to learn to acknowledge and to bear witness to the truth. Expect when God is speaking, because God is talking, there's no time for text messages. Somebody ought to know. Matter of fact, I'm sure that some of some of the people that text you doing service know it is your Bible class. They know it is your Sunday worship. And for them to do that is just being disrespectful. You know, now I understand that sometimes we may slip up on the time, especially if you don't live in a certain area and you're out of state or something. But uh, but besides that. It's just dis downright disrespectful because they all also should be in a place where they are worshiping the Lord if they are on the same same time zone. The Bible tells us in Habakkuk 22 and 20, but the Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silent before him. Mm -hmm. We need to make observation. We need to hear what God is saying. As he said to the shepherds, hear the word of the Lord. Listen, I need as much as I can. Now, maybe you don't feel that way, but I do. I don't feel like I'm so young that I just don't need it all right now. I need as much as I can. The people that we read about in the scriptures were not, uh, some of them were young. Some of them were single digits. Some of them was double digit. I need as much God as I can. Enough. I need enough. Enough for me. And I hope you feel the same because you're going to need enough. You're going to need enough because if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for the goodness of God, we each of us have done enough uh, to be in hell already. We've done enough. But by the grace of God, we are saved. And so we don't take that for granted. We don't take the grace of God for granted. Uh, the Bible lets us know that, that shall we continue in sin, that, that the grace of God may abound. No, not so. Mm -mm. The shepherd, the watchman, the pastor uh, of Israel, they have lost their focus. Have you lost your focus? Has the media caused so much distraction, caused you to navigate in a different direction? Have COVID-19 caused you to navigate in a different direction. It, it would seem to me that when you see that there's a storm, what is it, a storm out on the ocean and it's moving this old way. Yet when you see that storm out, you know that the weather report is showing it as a storm and your soul need to be anchored in Jesus instead of dr being drifted away. If my soul not anchored in Jesus, you will surely drift away. You better get anchored. And other situations come uh, have been allowed to take the place of sovereign God. But you better listen. Listen. Now, I respect the government rules and regulations too, but God is still sovereign. He's so sovereign that we should constantly be saying, Lord, what is it you uh, would have me to say? This, this is what the shepherd's supposed to be doing. Lord, what do you want me to say to your people? What is it you want me to do? I'll do it. Mm -hmm. I've learned enough now. I'm going to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. Lord, have I done enough? What else do you want me to do? Lord, help me to yield myself unto you. You ought to do it while you're young. Be young like me. Just do that. And seek God early. Don't wait until later. There's missed opportunities. Don't miss opportunities. 
to surrender and to give yourself unto the Lord. The Bible tells us in Proverbs about the third chapter, starting at the fifth verse, said, trust in the Lord and with all thine heart, lean not unto thy own understanding and in all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. Be not wise in thine own eyes, fear the Lord and depart from evil. Every shepherd needs to trust in the Lord and with all our heart and not to lean to their own understanding. Every shepherd in all our ways should acknowledge him. Every shepherd should know and look for God to direct their path and not to try to be wise in their own eyes, but to fear the Lord and to depart from evil. If the shepherds were following uh, that recipe, then the sheep would not be scattered because of the shepherds. If the, every shepherd was following that recipe, then the sheep would not be de devoured because of the shepherd. If every watchman and pastor was following that recipe, the people would not be scattered because of the leadership. It's the responsibility of the shepherd to set a precedent for the sheep to follow. Now, my pastor and my godfather set a precedent based upon the word of God, had a great foundation, had a very strong foundation. And I always appreciated the fact that if I went to one of them and I asked a question and they did not know, they didn't try to fake it. They said, I don't know, but let's search it out. Let's pray about it. Let's look at what, what the word of God has to say. When they did not agree, and there was times they did not agree with me, and I had to be bent, I had to learn to come. And, and so when they did not agree or when they needed clarity, maybe there was something that was being said and they were not clear, they will let you know, I can't agree with you. I need to understand it better. Why? Because the decision I make has to line up with the word of God. And so I need to get an understanding first, as the word of God says, and all that getting, get an understanding. The shepherds need to make sure that they have a good understanding. We need a good understanding of what God wants and what God expects of us and a good understanding of what is needed for the people of God. And that comes through the spirit of discernment, which comes from which is one of the spirits of God himself. We're at our best naturally and spiritually when we have a clear conscience and a good understanding. It's important. The 10th verse says, thus said the Lord God, behold, I am against the shepherds and I will require my flock at their hand and cause them to cease from feeding the flock. Neither shall the shepherd feed themselves anymore, for I will deliver my flock from their mouths that they may not be meat for them. I am against the leadership. That's what God is saying because of their displacement, because of their poor responsibility. God said, I will hold them responsible. I will set, I will stop feeding. I will stop them from feeding my sheep. I will stop them from taking advantage of my people. Now they're good shepherds. And there are those that in which we've talked about this evening. Now, remember, God is preparing the people that we to go someplace. We're, we're on a move. We're on a move. We're not just up speaking and saying things. We've been traveling. God is God has a plan. There, there's something that's at the end of this. There's a great blessing at the end of this. But in order to get to the blessing, you need to understand and realize that you also have to be cleansed. You can't just walk into the holy of holies any kind of way. You cannot just stand in the presence of God any kind of way. And it's the responsibility of the shepherd to make sure that you're not that your fleece is not all jacked up. That you're not walking around looking like a, a spotted, a spotted dog, you know, spots of fur, your, 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 your fleece got missing spots on you and stuff looking all weird and crazy, you know, uh, uh it's a responsibility to make sure that if you've been injured, that you're made well. It's a responsibility 
to protect and make sure that uh, that you're not taken advantage of by anyone else. By the wolf in sheep clothing, by the serpent in sheep clothing, by him in sheep clothing, by her in sheep clothing, by anybody. Acts 20 and 28 says, take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over which the Holy Ghost have made you overseers to feed the church of God, which he have purchased with his own blood. See, these people belong to God and he delights in them. He purchased with his own blood. First Peter five, uh, beginning at the first verse says, the elders which are among you, I exhort whom am also an elder and a witness of the suffering of Christ and also a partaker of the glory that should be revealed. Feed the flock of God, which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not of filthy lucre, but of a ready mind, neither as being Lord over God's people, over his heritage, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, ye shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the crown of glory that fadeth not away. See, people chase after things, that rust bucket. You drive it off the lot, it's already depreciated. Chasing after a nice home, all it takes is a flood, all it takes is a map. Uh, a mudslide, all it takes is termites, all it takes is wood beetles, all it takes is God to say, I'm against you because you're not taking care of responsibility. And not only are you, but the sheep. The sheep has a responsibility, but this isn't the night for that. It's interesting that as we started out some time ago, we were talking, we were in the book of Samuel, and I learned something, that, you know, that. The Bible said that the poor man had nothing. There was a, a man who all he had was just one ewe lamb. And he bought that ewe lamb and he nurtured that ewe lamb. And it grew up together with him and his children. That ewe lamb ate at his ate of his own food. That ewe lamb drank from his own cup and lay in his bosom. And it was like a daughter to him. This ewe lamb was so special. And there was a man that so I have some rich friends, and I'm paraphrasing this, that came to town. And this rich man has a whole fleece. And instead of him going to get something that he had, he went and took the one thing that was so precious to this man and killed it and served it to his visitors. And God was so upset with that individual for how they treated that one, that he was gonna kill that man. God is concerned about the one. If you recall when that one lamb went lost and he, the Pharisees confronted him, he said, which one of you wouldn't go look for? And come back and brag and say, look, I found him carrying him on your shoulder. God is concerned about the one. Just like he's concerned about the masses. He's concerned. And he said, these are my people, not yours. Therefore, feed the flock of God. Therefore, take the oversight. Whatever it is that needs to be done. Not because you're being told to do it, but be, you're doing it willingly, not for money, but of a ready mind. And we're certainly not lords over God's people. We're servants. The shepherd is a servant. The shepherd is the one that takes care of the sheep to make sure to watch over them. To make sure that if they injure, maybe they they walk it and, and you know, uh, step into a gopher hole and, and get injured. It's the shepherd's responsibility uh, to help them. It's the shepherd's responsibility. God sends insight. God sends vision. God will show the shepherd that lines up with his word that there's something amiss. There's something going on. 
and send word even months before it happened. Now, uh -huh, there's testimonies here at Cornerstone that can tell you that. It's the vision that God gave. What did God say? I'll give you pastors after my own heart. I'll give you a shepherd after my own heart. One that can see, one that can hear, one that has the ability. They have the ability because I give it to them. Bless your name, Jesus. Listen, I'm going to stop there. But I pray and hope that something has been said that just really, you know, I just want to drive that point home that the people belong to God and they are his delight. Brothers and sisters shouldn't be fighting with one another, knowing that, hey, you belong to God. I belong to God. We're going to live peaceably. We're going to, uh, how sweet it is for a brother. And so we're going to, we're going to, unite and we're going to be as brother and sister respect one another and know that the grace of god is with us lord we thank you for your word this exhortation this evening just pray and ask that you would bless us to retain it in our heart to live accordingly in jesus name amen listen i don't want to close out without encouraging you to dedicate your life and rededicate your life unto the lord if you have not been baptized in Jesus name for the remission of your sins, uh, you want to do that. Uh, Jesus is, there's no other name under heaven whereby we must be saved. It is the only name that is given for salvation during the dispensation of grace. And there will not be another name given when the dispensation of grace comes to an end. And so with that, uh, you know, I, I meant to uh, say this at the beginning of the, the broadcast, but I just want to remind Cornerstone, uh, listen, um, beginning of the month, we asked that we would bring a sacrifice unto the Lord. And so just want to remind you, uh, you know what to do. And, you know, we want to bless the Lord as the Lord has blessed us and certainly the Lord is blessed and he is going to bless us even more. And, um, and so let's be faithful unto God. Let's be faithful in our consecration unto him, prayerful, in the book of Proverbs as your, your daily uh, devotion. If you've missed any of the, the messages, please visit connectingtruth.org and click God on demand uh, to access the message archive. I'm certain that there is something uh, that has been uh, presented that have been spoken, inspired by the word of God that will encourage your heart, that will take you someplace, that will strengthen you and give you what you need uh, to fortify yourselves unto the Lord. This is Pastor Carl Henderson of Cornerstone Apostolic Church at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. Again, that is Pomona, California. I hope to see you here or to see you there. Until then, be blessed and rest in the Lord.
bless.